Welcome back to a brand new episode of She Talks Life Podcast, and this is your host, Tavon Ray. You can find me here every Mondays and Fridays with brand new episodes. Please don't forget, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, leave a raving review, like the podcast, and subscribe. This helps the podcast to gain recognition and help push the content to a wider audience. Once again, thank you for listening. Now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to She Talks Life. This is your lovely host, Miss Tavon Ray. And we are back for episode three of Insecure. Um, I know this is late when you're listening to this, but um, I fell ill. I got sick. Um, change of weather, like one day it was like 70 degrees. And then the next day, like in the night, it was like 20 something degrees. Um, so I started feeling sick and, um, you know, couldn't really get my mind right. So I ended up not even, and it was like right around the same time that I was supposed to be watching episode three of Insecure. And I didn't get a chance to like, you know, watch it that night. So the next morning when I woke up, which was the Monday, um, where this podcast episode should have aired, I ended up, um watching it that morning. In episode three, um, before we jump into episode three, I actually want to say one thing that I've noticed with how the season is progressing so far is that episode three really showed case um, each person's individual year um of how things went from the last season so like you know in season in the end of season four we saw um the situation with Issa, um condola and and um lawrence you know in season the new season of insecure the first two episodes we kind of run through them and we see you know she showed um Molly's growth within the year and like being self-aware, being self-perceptive and trying to work on herself on the in-self and not the out-self because there are two selves for us. We like to focus more on the outer surface, but really and truly the outer surface will reflect what is going on within the inner surface. And so that's what we saw in episode two. But this um, episode three, what we did see was the relationship between Condola and Lawrence becoming parents. Um, now, I was, I should have never been on Twitter, but I actually ended up being on Twitter after, you know, not realizing, you know, hey, I didn't watch the episode and why did I go look up people's thoughts? But I'm glad I did. Because in this episode, you know, Lawrence is in San Diego. He has a new job. His career is booming. He's making money. He's making his, he's single. He's not married. He's not attached to Issa. He's not in a relationship with Condola. And so he is dating. He is doing what men do or single people do. We date. And Lawrence is dating. And, you know, he's on a date. It looks like a first date, um, a setup kind of date. And he's really fumbling the bag because I noticed in his body language, along with his demeanor, he doesn't know how to date. 
I am so sorry. That was the Amber Alert. Somebody's stealing someone's kid. Oh my God, I cannot believe that. But anywho, <laughs> um, I'll cut that part out. But yeah. So Lawrence is, you know, he's dating. He's fumbling through that process because, you know, he's in transition. He's transitioning from the fact that he's about to become a dad. And he's also transitioning from LA to um, San Diego because he's, you know, got a new job. His life has changed. Him and Issa are no longer connected. And it's just a new world for him. Um, so those awkward dating moments, they're going to happen. We all go through them. We all go through the fact that when we break up and we, you know, we try to put ourselves back out on the market, we kind of fumble through it. But then we saw that, you know, on the first day, he got a text from Condola saying the baby was born. Uh, what is the baby's name again? He got some um, Mustafa, I think. What is the name? They call him EJ. Um, but yeah, the baby um, was born. He rushes back to LA. He goes to the hospital and he is greeted by Condola holding the baby, her sister and her mom. And her sister is played by Kiki Palmer. Um, who is very opinionated about my brother Lawrence because as women, we like to defend each other. And I think we defend each other one-sided. And I'm gonna get to that because I know a lot of people that are gonna be listening to this gonna be like, oh no, she didn't. But this episode, I need to keep it real because I'm giving my thoughts and opinions because a lot of us, we deflect and we, we wanna put things in our mind where we think it should be. So Kiki Palmer is her little sister and... Her idea of Lawrence is like, he a deadbeat. That's her idea. And I want you to keep that in mind. And the mom, played by Leela Rashawn, is, I love Leela Rashawn. I thought she's, she looked beautiful. She's aged gracefully, um, you know, and she looks good. And she's more soft and subtle and embracing. She embraced Lawrence. And I thought that was great. I thought that at least one of them were on his side. Condola, you know, shows him the baby. He's connecting with the baby. Now, Roll that beautiful bean footage back to when she told him she was pregnant. Because this way I'm going to hit y'all bitches real hard. When she found out she was pregnant, she made it a point to say that it was her choice. She chose this life to have this baby. And he doesn't get a say. And however he wants to be in the baby's life is up to him and how he wants to proceed. Um, and I guess in his mind, because of what was going on with Issa, he was like, keep me posted. And to me, that's understandable because the situation was, we're not in a relationship. You, you, you decided that you made the choice to have the baby. And that's what this episode for me, I'm going to call it choices. We have the choice to choose what we want. Condola did not choose Lawrence to be her relationship and build a future with. She chose to have a kid. That was her choice. She chose to have a child without the other parts of it. Marriage, a life together. She made that choice. Um, I don't know if it's because maybe she felt like she was a little too older. You know, she even expressed in the last season that when she found out she was pregnant, like she never wanted to have kids with her first husband. Like it wasn't on the table. But here you are on the upside. You're single with a man who is possibly, 
not even committing to you and you chose to have that baby with him. But in your prior relationship, you had a husband, you had a partner, and you chose not to have children with him. And that's just it. Choices. The choices that we make, who we are as a person, we make those choices because that's who we are. We're allowed to make choices and change our mind as we go along. Now, I'm going to bring something in here before we continue with um, Condola, you know, with Insecure. Everyone knows young Jeezy and Jeannie Mai. Jeannie Mai was married before. She chose not to have children with her husband at the time. She chose not to give birth. We don't know the situation between Jeannie Mai and her husband behind what they've said out in public, but Jeannie Mai made the decision not to have kids. A lot of us can't even make that decision as a single woman. Like, if I don't want to have kids out of wedlock, I need to go get me some birth control and I need to make him wear a condom. And yes, condoms break, but you you can also implement other forms of birth control because that's your choice. Now, Jeannie Mai made that choice. She's like, I'm not ready to have kids with this man because this man doesn't probably excite me the way that I want to be. I don't feel like we are in a secure unit to bring children into. She made that choice and people ridicule her for it because now she's in a loving relationship with young Jeezy. He has kids prior to their relationship. And when you see her and him and the way she talks about him, you could feel all the love coming off of them because they are a unit. And she found the person that is going to unify with her and help her raise this child and embrace everything that she decides she changed her mind and we try to still ridicule her now with condola and back to condola and lawrence one of the things that i noticed that a lot of us probably didn't realize is the fact that even though lawrence said keep me posted i'm not ready to have a kid let me tell you something when you are not ready to have a kid, but that kid shows up and you look that kid, that first sight on that kid, your heart connects to that child. And then you become, you embrace that parenthood. And whether it's fatherhood or motherhood, you embrace it. You know, there, there are exceptions where people don't connect easily, but Lawrence literally changed his mind the minute he saw his kid. His idea was like, I'm going to be the best dad. I want to bring our families together. I want to be a part of everything. I want to be a part of the doctor's visits, the, you know, the connection of his growth. What is so wrong with him changing his mind? Because Condola changed her mind to have a baby now versus when she was married. So why couldn't Lawrence change his mind and be a father now after he's embraced that part of it? You know, he went back to his place in um, San Diego. He was running back and forth between each um, person. And he was like, you know, he's making the time to come down on weekends to LA. He's making the time to show up for his kid. And I noticed that a lot of people were feeling like, um, oh, now he want to act like he a daddy and he don't understand how much Condola is going through. Um, you know, I read something on someone's um, commentary of it was like, oh, you know, she went through so much. She made the choice to have the baby by herself? Yes. However, if he showed up, there is ways that you can co-parent. Whether we're in a relationship or not, show up and show up for the kid. 
put aside the differences of the fact that, yeah, Lawrence doesn't want to be in a relationship with me and then go on and be more of, you know, learning how to co-parent. Like I felt like Condola at the end, the way she reacted, I was like, yo, homie, there are so many men that would walk away from that situation and never look back. There are so many fathers that did that. They walked away and never looked back. But instead, when Lawrence walked away and she tried to guilt trip him, was like, oh, you're never here. You're not doing that. But you don't have a relationship with this man. So how can he be there 24-7 when he has a job in another city and you live in another city? Like... Yes, he, you guys have to figure out that co-parenting strategy. And I think when um, Issa Rae and the, the people who wrote this episode, they were trying to show Case Condola as being a parent with emotions and hormones and what, you know, how she's feeling. But also they wanted to shed a light, in my opinion, they wanted to shed a light on the fact that Lawrence changed his mind and wanted to be a part of his family child's life and he needs to find a balance and you see him questioning it you know like he's questioning hey do I want to be a dad do I want to be a part of my kid's life and how do we do it you see at the end where he calls Condola and he's like what do we do like where do we go from here because I want this I want to be EJ's dad I literally want to be his dad so if I want to be his dad how do we get where both of us have the shared time with him, you know, and I feel like a lot of times um, we need to do better by the children as parents. We fight each other because our other emotions are in there. Like I said earlier in the episode, I said, hey, you know, we look at the inner side and the outside. We don't focus more on the inside because that's the emotion that we try to run from. And I think with Condola and Lawrence's um, relationship, that's what we're seeing. We saw that. She was running from embracing the fact that he is actually showing up. Like she was surprised that he wants to do this. But then at the same time, she's still a little hesitant because she's like, oh, you're a part-time dad and I'm a full-time parent. But I'm going to tell you this. Hold that motherfucker to being a full-time parent as well. Visitation rights. Go to court. Set it all up where what you want. Speak what your, your wants are. And that way you guys don't have any problems. Because here's the thing. What you are not going to do as a parent is try to guilt trip the other person because the relationship didn't work out. We've seen this time and time again in plenty relationships where, you know, the parents don't work out. But they hold the child as like a ping pong ball between each other to kind of control the other's emotions. And I was like, girl, do not do that with your child. Because at the end of the day, if a man wants to be there for his child, figure out the ways that you need to get him to be more present. Um, go, Like I said, go to court, get visitations, get um, all that. Like for me and my child, when I had my son, my son's dad didn't want to be a father. He didn't. My son's dad decided that he didn't want to participate. I gave birth with my mom in the room. Um, and this was 22 years ago. I gave birth to my child with my mom there. Um, my child spent a week in the hospital in the NICU. I went home. I didn't have a stroller. I didn't have anything. There was no, he didn't give me anything. I think in the 22 years, if I counted on my hand, out of 22 years, I have only received probably less than $500 from him. And that is it. Never got anything. Tried to do the 
courthouse thing and he kept running like you know when you got to serve the papers he would disappear don't want to be found and I was like I got to the point I was 22 years old and I was like look I am not here to tell a man how to be a dad I am here to raise my child the best to my ability because God gave me this this child to raise. He did. And so you know what? I'm going to do just that. I'm going to raise him whether I have to do it alone for the rest of my life or whether I have to share him with someone new. But I'm going to never disappoint him and make sure that whatever I do, I do it for him. And that is exactly what I did. And I think a lot of us, we try to hold on to the extras. I didn't want my baby daddy. I'm one of them women to tell you that I'm not the one where you could show up and be like, oh, let me hit it. No. The last time I slept with my baby daddy was probably my son was maybe six months old. Yeah. So I say all that to say, you know, uh, we all have different relationships with our the people we parent with. Um, some are deadbeats. I don't call my son's dad a deadbeat. I just say, you know. He made a choice. He made a choice that this isn't what he wanted. And who was I to fight him? Was I supposed to fight him and tell him, hey, dude, make come be this kid's dad? No, I didn't do that because that's not my job. My job is to raise my child and do what I have to do for my child. I made the decision to not force anybody to do what they were supposed to do. And I think that's what I took away a lot from this episode. It was, you know, even though it wasn't a lot, there wasn't a whole big bunch of different characters, the main characters in it, but I'm liking the way Issa is going with this whole concept and like she's flowing it where we get to see everyone's reaction in their, the pieces of their life. Like we got to see Issa building the block, how she's going out there looking for funding. Her Issa's role right now in this season is about building her career, strategizing on how to, be better and, and grow and be black and be powerful and be empowering. We see Molly is learning how to love herself and embrace that she needs to change certain parts of her in order to find love and creativity and the goal in being transparent when she does get into a relationship and not be so controlling and hard on herself. We see Kelly. Kelly is vibrant. Kelly is taking a different turn. I can't wait for us to see more of Kelly. That's who I have my eye on in this um, season is Kelly's growth and you know, the way Kelly embraces everything. Like this episode, she embraces um, Tiffany's baby because, you know, she is the godmom of Tiffany's baby and Tiffany's baby had a birthday. And, you know, Kelly's like the the auntie that everyone wants to have. And I love Kelly's spirit. I love Kelly's uh, um, vibrancy and the way she is. Kelly's my girl. She keep it real. And I like Kelly. I like the character Kelly a lot. Um, but I hope that Lawrence and Condola we see them embracing parenthood in a, a more positive outlook because 90% of the time in black film or black media, we don't see a positive dad role model or we don't see a positive outcome for that. We always see that he's a deadbeat dad or the mom's a single mom, blah, 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 bleep, bleep, bleep. And I realize like, you know, sometimes we do have to take a step back and write the, the narrative to show people that it can be possible to co-parent as black people and co-parent lovingly and be able to respect each other because that's what it is all about, right? Respect my boundaries, respect my relationships that will come, respect everything that I do as a parent. We talk about things as parents together, but we're not together, but we are the 
in the best of our ability trying to raise this child together. So that's all I have for this week's episode of um, Insecurity. Um, don't forget, if you um, miss my um, commentary on it, you can actually check out the um, original podcast with Crystal and Hey Friend, Hey Friend. They have an insecurity podcast and it picked up by the um, actual show. So if you guys don't ever, if I forget to post or um, are late posting, go over there and check out their podcast and hopefully you get some uh, another perspective on theirs. I think they mostly talk about the episode itself. I usually talk about the episode and I try to bring in life because this is She Talks Life. And so, yeah, I try to make sure that I connect it with life. So... Episode four did come out, so I'm going to actually record that next, and then um, I will see you guys back here for the regular episodes, because I owe you a lot of episodes. I know I do, so um, stay tuned for that, and I will check you out on Friday. Bye, guys. Okay, that wraps up this um, Monday's episode. I hope that you guys gained some insight from this episode. Um, I can't wait to see you back here. We will be back on Friday um, for a brand new episode of the She Talks Life podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, leave a review um, for the podcast so that the podcast can reach a wider audience. And check the show notes for any links and articles that um, may be related to the show. Also, my socials, if you want to follow me on any social media platform, that will also be in the show notes. So don't forget to check that out. And I will see you. This is your girl, Tavon Ray, and this is She Talks Life podcast. Bye, guys.